Welcome back to the show, everyone. Craig and Jonah here. We were just dealing with some technical issues, but I think it's working. So I hope we don't have to do this for nothing. It's working here. All right, good. Um, so uh, we're on a. This is this is outside of our normal time frame for um for recording, but uh, I have a. <clears throat> there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening. Um, uh, we're getting getting a lot of followers, and I recently uh got uh got people angry at me over on twitter i've been tweeting a lot mm. so if you can't get enough of the uncharted catholic man go over to uh twitter the x the x it'll always be twitter in my heart <laughs> and uh it helped that thomas Pelega came on and and he's been over there promoting the stuff and the, the regular haters all show up surround <laughs> him i had uh <clears throat> i had a post the other day see if i can find it it was a poll and i said um <clears throat> why did god kill onan one <laughs> you're the only one pushing onan polls out there <laughs> there's a few onan people out there and they're on twitter too so that's i love it nice right. little community of lovers so why did God kill Onan? Number one, uh, choice one for spilling his seed. That's uh, got ten percent of the votes. Okay. Uh, two, taking advantage of widow. That got sixty percent of the vote. That's my theory. Okay. Uh, number three, God didn't kill him. No one. <laughs> number four, platforming Thomas Pelega. They got thirty percent. Because I got heat. We got heat out there for plat platforming Thomas Pelega. Really? Which. Um, you know, it's funny how those things come full circle because I got into a heated debate with this guy that was just angry as heck. And, uh, that, and then he was like, uh, well, clearly you believe in birth control too. I'm like, where have I ever said that? And and I repeatedly said, um, I said, uh, go check out the video. He's like, I watched it. I watched five minutes and I could see him like, well, watch the whole thing. It finally came full circle. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe any of that stuff he's like oh my bad i'm sorry so we kind of like reconciled yeah, the guy with nine kids uh, yeah pushing birth control it's funny because like nothing that was said is really all that controversial i don't think and if you, you should always be able to discuss things at least i always thought that, you know it's funny these people that quote thomas aquinas love mm -hmm. to talk about have they ever like looked at the summa theologian I, I don't have a copy i don't have a copy here the Summa Theologica is basically Thomas Aquinas, like entertaining every possible. He like he picks out the four or five best objections to every point, cites some philosophers, some, you know, non like all kinds of sources, entertains it and then refutes it. Like the whole point of Catholicism is supposed to be that we're we're not afraid to engage other other voices and we're seeking the truth right yes <laughs> so this whole you know it just sounds very uh left leftist wokeism <laughs> how dare you platform him i'm like do you guys even listen to yourselves yeah they're all probably running around with maga bumper stickers on their card but god forbid we have a conversation <laughs> with thomas palego about birth control or masturbation about or whatever he posted something he posted something on Twitter today, um, and I had not seen this before, but John Paul I, you know, who was Pope for, yeah, like, for like 30 days, 30 days or something like that. He spoke out on Onan. He, uh, 
Because you know you was he struck down then too because of Onan. <laughs> so <clears throat> I said, uh, and if I can, I'll I'll include these since I have a Andy. If you could figure out how to add these tweets into this uh, video, go ahead and do that. But um, he Pope blessed. I didn't know Pope John Paul the first was blessed. He says. It would not seem to go against nature if manufactured an imitation of natural progesterone, one would use it to distance one birth from another. He mm -hmm. said, for me, this is the biggest theological issue that has ever been dealt with in the church. And he's talking about Humani Vitae mm -hmm. that had come out, which was very controversial because like 99% of the people on the panel thought that the church should, be, should adopt mm. birth control. So he's saying because progesterone is a natural hormone, that yep. you could use that to yep. space births. Yep. So he basically, and, and I think he, I don't know if he said this directly or, or suggested it, but he would have been more or less in favor of taking a more liberalized approach to it, but felt bound by Humani Vitae. Mm -hmm. But he sort of came out critical and I, and I, and I. Wow, and then he was struck down. I said, "Did he get the Onan treatment?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought. Boy, we're all. Yeah, we're I know. <laughs> he said more like the JFK treatment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And I, I responded back. I said, "Did he say anything about masturbation?" Asking for some friends. <laughs> <laughs> So wow, that's wild. Blessed John Paul the First. I guess that maybe that's who we need to like dedicate to, this to. Yeah. Because I mean, it's an interesting thought. At least I hadn't considered it like that. That since progesterone is a natural hormone, perhaps you could well face things like that. I don't yeah, know. because well, I I personally know people that have you know go on those in order to become pregnant. Like they like naturally oh. they're imbalanced and, and can't can't conceive so they will take those progesterone things to make themselves more fertile and become pregnant so if you can do that yeah. are you not allowed to do something to make you yourself less pregnant it's a good point it's valid i don't know i don't know just wandering into heresy here <laughs> it's a fair question at least it's a fair question yeah uh, so I've been having a lot of fun over on Twitter, um, and uh, a few of our listeners are over there. Uh, I think uh, GTD thinks he's been hanging out over there. We got a few other um, people, so it's been fun. Hmm? It's kind of a nice place to go out and just air the <laughs> to, to to vet some of the wild content before it actually makes it onto the to the thing here. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll have to get on the X. I don't know. I. Uh... Yeah, I encourage everyone now to go over and like it because I had one guy, uh, Trad, was giving me a hard time and and crapping on us because I only we only have I only have like uh, twenty five followers on it. Sure, he's like, oh wow, and I'm like, well, we have two hundred episodes. Oh yeah, you got twenty five Twitter followers. I'm like, yeah, I've only been using this for about two weeks. <laughs> of course, I wanted to say, yeah, I got a thousand or a thousand followers over my other one, but of course, I can't tell which one that is. Yeah, but. Uh, those little smug guys yeah it's not a popularity contest nope nope we have but i've been getting a lot of messages from from guys i can't think of any we have a new zealand contact that's feeding us all kinds of <laughs> really uh interesting information about from everything from masturbation to 
other acts to just all the stuff we all the weird stuff we talk about but in a much greater detail so mm -hmm. i'm having someone put it together for us uh because it'll probably serve as sort of a resource manual for our episode 200 info from down under yeah <laughs> trying to get them on the show but uh there's been some logistical issues there but um so the other day oh i should um i should probably tell the shipwreck story um before i so uh we're you know we're poor old uncharted we're still getting acquainted with our new natural family planning method that's trying to figure out this old couple that can't decide if we're supposed to be making babies or having grandbabies but you've made it through how many cycles now yeah it's like five or six. Oh, that gotta be a record for you i think it is a record actually <laughs> we were we were talking the other day we were trying to figure out is this the longest we've gone in between kids and it's not but i think there's there's been periods where it took longer for her to get her cycles back like i think this is the longest consecutive cycles of like actively trying not to get pregnant that we've gotten this far boy you're getting to be like cal ripkin jr getting kind, you know? yeah get the street going getting kind of cocky here <laughs> yeah you know what happens but here's the price let me, let me folks I, I want you to know um it comes at a cost everything comes at a cost there's no free meals around here yeah so the last few cycles have been uh an apps a no fly list of 30 days or so and oh. and the uh the uh sort of the post peak um window window to 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 play is is lasted about five days so you get one so you really gotta go one go maybe two passes um so the other night so the other day it was it was the last day <laughs> did you know it was the last day oh yeah i reminded her <laughs> she had forgotten uh, it's or, not high on her just, priority list yeah. that's funny so we're we're everything's lining up. Kids are in bed. The baby's sleeping. <laughs> the sun and the moon and the stars are cooperating. Like, don't anybody move real fast. <laughs> and uh, so once the kids are down, we go upstairs. The youngest comes up, and then she lays her in bed. Uh, and then once that happens, and no one moves, and we're okay. <laughs> yeah. Calm before the storm. Yeah. Well, of course, the one, the baby wakes up. Oh. That's all. That's in the back of my mind. I'm so like, that's a you know, and then it's tough because do they? They'll probably stay up for a little while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She woke up at like nine thirty, and then it was after midnight. When you're up there, you're waiting. I was. Um, I've learned that there's no point in staying up there waiting because either I don't sleep or something bad happens. Yeah, you don't want to look too eager, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so you leave the room. So I went downstairs, and she she was upset. Um, oh, she left the room, or just she was she was a she was upset because she figured I was upset oh. <laughs> because the baby was up. Mm. Um, okay. So we went downstairs. Well, actually, before we went downstairs, um, I said, just for the record, if it were me, I would have one of the older kids take the baby for an hour. <laughs> I'm a problem. I'm a problem solver. <laughs> nice attempt. I tried I'm gonna guess that didn't go over well. God, how did you guess? <laughs> you know, sometimes you say things 
and you think when it comes out, you think, man, that was stupid. I never should have said that. Did you have that thought? No, no, I knew it was stupid when I said it. Because <laughs> I've said it before, you and didn't it's, even hold back. I didn't care. Okay, I was just like, just for the, I'm just, I'm just, just felt you had to get that out there because you knew your chances were slim, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is. <laughs> Then you know you got 30 more days ahead of you. I was paving the way for diminished culpability. <laughs> 23.52. I've exhausted all my options. Get the end of your rope. All right. So to go downstairs, eventually. So I went down and we watched TV, which is fine. She the, she eventually fell asleep. Um, And I wasn't upset so much as. I, I I went back once the baby was asleep. I kind of wrestled my wife and I said, "Why don't you go upstairs?" And she kind of like looked at me. And you wake her up? Yeah. Oh man, she was sitting in the chair, sitting yeah. on the couch, holding the baby. Okay, yeah. And uh, she didn't. So I went upstairs and I I got maybe two hours of sleep that night. Tossed and turned. Yeah. Just wrecked. Tried it. to power through it. Oh, it's just like I don't know if people understand that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. Uh... It's a tough situation. So the next morning was awkward. This is see, this is the funny thing about marriage. I really wasn't upset. Like I certainly wasn't upset at my So wife. she thought that you were mad yeah. and that made her mad. Yeah. She was mad because she assumed I was mad, but I wasn't mad, but she was still mad. That is complicated. And it can't just be resolved with the simple I'm not mad. I understand completely. Late so but I tried to I tried to resolve it. I tried to so I, again, I knew she was still annoyed because she just assumed I had to be annoyed. No matter what I said, like there's no way of convincing her. <laughs> so she didn't believe you. Of course not. <laughs> so later in the day, I said, "Look, uh, it's okay. I mean, it it was hard, but it's okay. Like this stuff happens. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know, you know, whatever." And she's like, "Very short text. She's like, it was just, it's just one day." Da, da, da. <laughs> Maybe that's the title of this. It's just one day. Yeah, except for like a day when you're kind of hoping for that. A day feels like a really long time. Like I think in heaven, a thousand years is like a day. It's like doggy years. And a day like, is like a thousand yeah. years. No, I tell you, if if you've got plans on day three after you've been intimate and you get you get bumped the next day, that's, that's just that's, one day. That's just one day. One day. At the end of a 30-day abstinence period is like an eternity. <laughs> yeah, you're just one day. Like... <laughs> yeah, you're practically on life support at that point. We've made a lot of progress, uh, but there's just still parts of this that do not translate. Just don't line up very well. Yeah. Just one day. So yeah. so so the next evening. <laughs> all right the saga yeah. continues yeah <laughs> we're like we know we know we're gonna have to try so <laughs> next night really gonna have to give her a good shot get every lined up kids down go up baby goes down baby wakes up again oh, oh it's the sequel it's i'm just like like why me lord like i felt like job <laughs> i'm nfp job what NFP Joe. I did be Joe. <laughs> so then what happened? Um, was it a repeat? We went back downstairs. Okay, so it is repeating. It's just like Groundhog Day. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't remember her being as annoyed this time. I think maybe I caught her. I caught her, cut her off at the pass. But we went downstairs. Baby finally went to sleep, and it had a better ending. So, all right, <laughs> but it was close. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, I thought shipwrecked again. Oh man, this is the trials and tribulations of of NFP people. Like I... <laughs> this is real right here. The struggle is real. All of it's real. So, oh, anyway, I'm happy for happy ending. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> but because of the way things are going, it's probably the only chance we'll get before we start all over again. So mm -hmm. that's tough, man. A 30 day period of abstinence is. Uh... Well, it's difficult and nearly impossible. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I think so. <laughs> you know, and the people that say that they don't think it's impossible, I would really like to know more about them. Like, I ask every one of them, and uh, most are most are not real forthcoming about how they get through that. Yeah, I mean, because <clears throat> it certainly isn't easy. Like, nothing about that is easy, I don't think, for anybody, unless you have health issues, maybe, and you have diminished, you know, drive and yeah. that sort of thing. I mean, I, that yeah. see. Yeah. So maybe age out of it eventually, but... I don't, I don't know. So none of them are forthcoming when you ask them how they're doing? Well... The guy from Australia, he said, uh, you know, he just kind of powers through it or whatever, which... Yeah. He's a little bit older than us, too. Yeah. I, I was debating whether to talk about that now or to to do that on a, on another segment because I have a bunch of things I want to talk about that. Oh, okay. Um, but stay tuned for the next episode because uh, I've been getting I've been having a lot of discussions off the record with with guys about sort of the topic of masturbation and and how they overcome that and how you should overcome that and. Uh, I've gotten a lot of criticism for, I would say, how um, untrad-like I've been about the whole thing. I'm too yeah, lenient. Even on though, it. like, if you look at trad stats, it can't be all that different unless they're enforcing marital debt or something like yep. that. Yep. 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 <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, and in and I think this episode will come out after the one that's coming out this weekend, but that's about a red pill. Uh, uh, marital debt solution to this stuff. Mm -hmm. so, I don't. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm. I know it's not my wife's cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, I don't even have to ask her that. Yeah, I uh, think you have to be more sensitive than that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, well, uh... <laughs> the shipwreck saga. Happy ending there. It's, I mean, <laughs> I, I was, didn't know where it was going. I was like, well, I was just like, if I'm, if I mean, I had already decided. I was gonna go down and start drinking, drinking out of the bottle. <laughs> and just so everybody knows, Craig isn't really a drinker except I, during that time. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a practical drinker. <laughs> Sometimes it's a solution to problems, <laughs> especially if you describe describe the idea that uh, hell can follow from these things. And I'm like, oh. well, they say that drinking too much can be a sin as well. Damned if we do, damned if I don't. <laughs> You didn't know you're safer with drinking because there's a, not a clear endpoint. Yeah, I'll take my chances with Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, pray for us. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, 
yeah i mean uh it's uh i mean this is i'm thankful i'm thankful that we're going through this now and not a year ago like there's a lot that's happened in our relationship that has made this more bearable yeah for a variety of reasons um yeah you got to have communication with the, with long abstinence because you know you can lose hope and actually you know kind of it, it's interesting how like my wife and i are going through an ex- a longer period than we have gone mm-hmm. and it, just your view of things change the mm-hmm. the longer you get from your last mm-hmm. intimate act and i don't know why that is mm-hmm. but it just changes mentally how you view your wife as far as i i don't want to sound too like negative or whatever but you just view her differently it's just different well and this is something i was gonna bring up in the next segment but i'll i'll do it here too you know there is something about like like it's more of like uh you view her as you know i don't want to say roommate but you start getting to that territory you know like and it and it's not that you can't live together as roommates people do it you know but it's not like it's not an enjoyable part of marriage once you get to that stage but well, the, the 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 common theme I hear in let's see, p- folks in the theology of the body circles is that we're supposed to view our wives as a person, and we're supposed to desire intimacy with them, uh, sort of with with the focus on their person, not out of the so, so physical gratification. We well, get yeah, out but... of that, but I say this, and, and they use that as a complaint against men who are very much just uptight and really desiring sex after a certain period of time. But I say um, the day one bliss, like it just feels like all that kind of that real physical uh, distractions of the body are kind of gone. And, and you never, I never really look at my wife with the same sort of pure heart, I would say. As the day after. As the day after, because I'm not really thinking about making a move. It's just like a pure friendship bliss at that that point. It it reminds me of how I would have looked at my wife on her wedding, like Mm -hmm. on her wedding day in the, you know, in the church when you're, Mm -hmm. you're really, you know, you're just enjoying the moment, the person, the day, like, and, and, and that's one of the reasons I always look forward to intimacy, because if it's been a while, you're you're not feeling that way. You're viewing your wife more as a roommate or your know, frustration. Mm-hmm. The day after is just you just you just have such a wonderful feeling for her. And because like the communication gets better mm-hmm. after intimacy and, you know, like, you know, men are supposed to bond through activity with another person. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that, I think that importance of the intimacy comes from. Yeah. So the people that say that, uh, I, I was thinking about this, you know, we got a bunch of snow the other day, we're gonna get a bunch more snow. And um, this kind of fits with what people say when they uh, say that you don't have to worry about intimacy with your husband, because there's always nocturnal emissions, mm-hmm. it'll be just fine. Yeah. It's like, well, the driveway doesn't need to be plowed either. You know, like you can get a foot of snow. Spring is going to come in yeah, like a little four months. Help. Yeah. yeah, and you can just wait. You know, you can walk to the grocery store. You know, you can, you know, yeah. it doesn't need to be plowed. Right. But it's going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah. And that's that's kind <laughs> of what, uh, you know, a lack of intimacy in your relationship is like. is just letting the driveway pile up with snow and you're just going to walk everywhere for the winter. Well, there was, um, so... I got into some, I think I was telling you, I kind of got into the um, the green room, so to speak, on this podcast. <laughs> but, um, Are you still there? 
Uh, they kicked you out. They have not kicked me out. They even liked my comment, Ooh. but they haven't responded positively. But he did ask to see the our our show. Okay. And uh, uh, but so here's the background. Uh, I don't want to name this podcast because I just don't want to draw attention uh, to them. I actually like this podcast. I have spoken positively about this podcast. I think it's the second best podcast out there. Second best Catholic podcast out there. I don't have to ask you the first. No. I have a conflict of interest, but uh, it's it's a good podcast, but it's still, I think it still suffers from the same things that I see in a lot of other podcasts. Uh, and it's a husband and wife talking together, which I don't know. Uh, I just, I think, yeah. it's, I don't know. I would, I would be holding back all it's the like time. It's like a hostage situation. Yeah. It totally is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So they were reacting to a, a podcast by another Catholic podcast. So I'm reacting to someone's reaction to another Catholic podcast. Boy. And the original podcast uh, was guys essentially talking about kind of why men have high sex drives and think about sex all the time. And they were mm-hmm. they were citing um, a study out of Ohio State that studied a bunch of college students and how often do you think about sex every day? And it was like the minimum was 19 and college students at Ohio State. Yeah. Well, was... okay. So so one of the <laughs> go buckeyes. One, one of the hosts was similarly unimpressed with it for that reason. He's like, sure, go with married couples. Like if you're really gonna, you know, so but have something translatable. Yeah. So one of the stories that the original guys shared uh was I don't know if this is some a story that they were personally aware of or heard about, but a guy is married guy with kids is on the road traveling for two weeks okay. to interview for jobs. So the family needs work. He's looking for work. So he's gone for two weeks and sounds like a rookie mistake, but I understand the, I understand what he's thinking, but yep. dude, if you listen to this show, it could have probably avoided problems. Okay. <laughs> But he literally comes home and immediately says, I, I've been thinking about having sex with you all. Like, like, let's like, as soon as the kids are in bed, he was all over her. Mm-hmm. She was annoyed, um, annoyed that. And he's like, that's you're all I've thought about for the last two weeks. And that annoys her. See, the funny thing about that is, is that things change when, after you get married, like without a doubt, if you would say that to your wife before you were married, there's a great chance it turns out differently mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. a doubt. But then once you're married and you have kids. Yeah. You're a burden in that how, situation. Yeah. How, how dare you think about me that way? <laughs> so he caught, so I think the original guys were kind of d- defending him. And, uh, and then these, these people were very much not, uh, I don't know what he did in his hotel room, mm-hmm. but I want to assume that he made it through. Oh, unscathed. Let's you see. were assuming that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking if, if the guy made it two weeks without, in a hotel room without making mistakes. Yeah, HBO. He should have. <laughs> I feel like the guy deserves like a like a an award medal of honor. Yeah. Yeah. Heroes welcome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but but what I thought was so interesting is the wife side of this podcast was just so alarmed by the fact that when he's out searching for for work that he's distracted by his desire to have sex with her like she was really alarmed by that yeah oh gosh this just shows the difference between men and women yeah but her husband who 
according to their own i'm not making this up you know has was had a very bad addiction to porn and stuff in the past that doesn't have anything to do with that but he was similarly he was similarly like unimpressed with this guy and Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta stand up for your fellow brother there. No, this like, this guy throws guys under the bus all the time. Oh and well, so, that is disappointing. He should be ashamed of himself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry if this got your chance to get on that podcast, but yeah, I mean, if he doesn't understand that, because I know exactly how that feels. I mean, in my first thought was in, in so so she was upset that he was let's say theoretically like i don't want to say sabotaging but but being less than effective at the uh at his job interviews when that should have been his focus because he's thinking about getting home to his wife and i'm thinking yeah by about day 10 i would have been a real crabby person going into these job interviews and i would not have gotten the jobs <laughs> Yeah, oh, but the thing is that he's doing it for his family, yeah. you know. So you think about him, like, yeah. I think that if you, when you think about your wife and your kids, <clears throat> like, it helps you at your job. Like that's why people have photos of their family on yeah. their desk. So they can see yeah. what what motivates them, right? You know, and yeah. but it was the fact that he was thinking specifically about sure, sex but with like, her. yeah. So he wants to be close to her, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, for goodness yeah. sakes, that that's actually really disappointing that that was their answer. Yeah. So I. I was like, I've got to say something here. Yeah. So I went on and I, well, first of all, I went and I looked and there was about 32 likes on this, on this, uh, on the episode or the, the episode post, like they posted on their okay. Instagram page, but it wasn't just about this guy or was it? No, but I think the question was, well, it was, it was quotes from the, from the episode. Um, and like 32 likes and like 30 women and two guys from what i could tell from the profiles and like two guys are probably pretty bitter guys yeah <laughs> single guys zero zero comments like guys never go on and comment it's like screw that i'm gonna go on a comment and i was pretty nice yeah 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 you shared it with me it's nice and i just said uh being a husband and father is really really hard and the, and the desires of the flesh never give up and I said, it just feels like guys are being unfairly maligned for being guys. And like I said, there's no, there was no indication, although I was thinking, I know what that guy was doing in the hotel room, but <laughs> I don't think they think that way. But uh, so, but I was thinking this guy is getting reamed for feeling that way. And if he managed to do that without violating 3252 or whatever, I was like, I have nothing but sympathy for that guy. Yeah, I mean, and so <clears throat> the thing is, is that I totally go back to the point that, like, if he had said that before they were married, it's a totally different reaction. Yeah. And I don't know why yeah. why that changes. Yeah. But that's, you gotta that's... you gotta you gotta go check out the the happy happy wife school or whatever. To yeah, she that talks out. about why that changes. Yeah. That's true. So so anyway, um, so he invited me in. So he said, "Look, send me a DM." He didn't want to like comment on it and i just and i kind of laid it out and and uh and he didn't really respond but he appreciated he's like well let me think about this like the husband was responding mm -hmm. but it just maddened it just it makes me mad because those people are very influential like mm -hmm. they're speaking around the country oh 
yeah you're gonna put down a guy for desiring his wife yeah. and you know possibly not giving yeah. in to like hbo or whatever else could be there yeah. you know like this co and i that, and that's where it, it doesn't really have to do with desire for just that act it's about desiring your wife and yeah. the intimacy and the unity yeah you know and the connection i yeah. think in that situation and so that is unfair to to say something bad about him in that situation well in in what i see happening is is they're not happy they're they're not satisfied if the guy can just keep from <laughs> doing solo and stuff right like that's not good enough like um, from my standpoint i'm just trying to get guys to that point or real close to it <laughs> if you can just about do it you're okay yeah it's... <laughs> um whether you have all the purest of intentions beyond that, quite frankly, I don't care. But they do. Uh, they do. And they're like, well, well, if you if you if you're the reason why you're asking like this guy, this guy claims, I don't necessarily believe him, but he's like, if I have a desire to have sex with my wife and I can tell that it's that it's being brought by my carnal desires and not my desire for her as a person, I say no to myself. I, take I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> huh. Hopefully we can interview this guy. Because I want to know how he separates that out. And then, how does he say no and, like, why? You know, like, because I don't think you really... I don't know. I'm, I'm confused by all that. These people are... Yeah, I don't know. We're... Like, that seems like a whole different level of, like, scrupulosity. I, 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 yeah, I Well... Like, does he go to confession and say, well, I desired my wife carnally, and I gave in. Yeah. You know, like, right. you know I don't yeah. think that. <laughs> if it is, I, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Sorry, Craig and Jonah, you guys. You guys may, managed to be masters of your domain, but, you lot, but your minds was not well controlled, and. Here's 30 million years in purgatory. They can make it out of those kind of traps. I just told him, I said, look, <laughs> I said, uh, my experience is that 99% of guys are much closer to the guy two weeks of the hotel than, <laughs> like I probably hear than this guy who apparently has some zen-like mastery over this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think if that's the standard, like maybe I'm I know I'm not being too casual or whatever for those guys. Like like I really can't believe that the Lord is gonna take offense if you as a guy can be perfectly uh compliant with all the rules when it comes to your hand and other parts of your body, but your your mindset is 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 disordered. Holy cow, that's a whole new level of uh, uh, I mean, we we have taken that four percent of Catholics that are using NFP, and we got this little tiny sliver. That guy's uh, commentary there kind of reminds me of the leader of North Korea, where like he's hit like a thousand hole hole in ones in a row. You know, he doesn't sleep, he never goes to the bathroom, that sort of thing. You know, yeah. like that's almost. And maybe he's a walking saint. I don't know, but uh, that seems to be like an impossible. I'd like to know how he got there. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get him on this show and he can walk us through it. But that'd be great if we could just yeah. get him. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. You know, we'll not see. you know. 
I'm because I'm, um, I'm massaging think, that relationship. I would think there's a lot of pressure that if you do a podcast with your wife and you say that you're perfect, mm. to maintain that level of perfection is yeah. probably quite difficult. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me of another story that I have. I'm going to share with you on our next episode. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. lots of buildup. Oh yeah. This is. There's been a lot of stuff going on. A lot of, a lot of pent up things building up here. Yeah. So stay tuned to the next episode. Um, so anyway, well, um, I'm off the rocks right for right now, but we'll see. I see a storm brewing on the horizon. So wish me luck, everyone. Yeah. Good luck to you. Thanks, Jonah. Thanks for listening, everyone. And until next time, everyone. Bye. Have a good one.